Yo, let's go. What if I had a show? Always thought about it, planned it, actually did research on it, all around it. Wanted to get right into a niche, I sorta of found it. Casey did it, he blowing up, we all the proudest. I feel like I keeping myself back while one like he just go. I considering all while he just grow. But now we all I feel I know perfectionism is procrastination masquerading as quality control. I stop my mind from reason, my mind stop. I got to fly and don't worry if I drop my wings and my uniform in the right spot. Thanks for choosing the airline, this is the pilot. Let's go. Let me bless the studio. Fix up the microphone, check one, two, three, go. This is Udo Ibeleme, your host. And welcome to the show. Alright, let's get into it. How long have I been thinking about doing this? For some time, for years. I think I can um do it in years, probably like about like four years or three years or something like that. Um I've always had ideas, different ideas, some that I've given up on, okay. Um, I want to do this. Okay, maybe I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do this. Maybe I don't want to do that anymore. And then um, it's become refined where I've been thinking about the the ideas for the show. I've been thinking about the ideas for episodes and that sort of thing. Um, this podcast was going to have other names, but I decided that this would be the best name um my name so that i can give you guys what i have i am a christian unashamedly i'm known among other things for saying praise jesus all the time um it's not something i'm shy about i'm a christian right and i also am a content creator but let's get a bit into that because i haven't been doing content for a while so i'm sort of getting back into it getting my feet wet, and that sort of thing so this is um new for me this is a new type of content for me um i did before my brother had a podcast because my brother master casey he has his own podcast and he uses his own name for the podcast. So if you look for Master and then the letters K and C, you'll find him, right? He's a DJ. He's the best DJ in the entire universe. Um, yes, that includes aliens, right? He's the best. He is the best DJ, right? Um, I admire his skill and what he does. And he has his podcast what he does he doesn't talk like i do what he does is he does djing you know so like he will have a set he will have a theme he he thinks about it very well he um pines over it he might ask me a question or he might run it by me or whatever the case is and uh he comes up with a concept in his head it's not just okay i'm going to do this john no he does more than that he comes up with a whole concept and he says okay during these types of episodes i'm going to do this and during these types of episodes i'm going to do this i think um casey thinks about his djing podcast um in terms of planning it as much as people who do speaking podcasts like this would think about it right um so yeah man big up master casey right um me now when it comes to me and what i do um 
I procrastinate. Um, as I said in the opening, right? I procrastinate and uh, this is a bad thing. But sometimes you think you have good reasons for doing it, right? So um, since this is my first episode, the pilot episode, as I said, um, let me just talk about starting this podcast, right? Starting this show, whatever we want to call it. Let's call it a show, right? Um, thinking of the things that would have stopped me. Um, always having analysis paralysis analysis paralysis right so thinking about what tools i'm going to use am i specifically like thinking about podcast hosts i'm a um i'm a recording artist for those of you that don't know and i have reached the point in my experience as a recording artist where I can record myself. This is um, my old room in my, in my parents' house. Um, and uh, this is where I record. I have my equipment here for recording. It's not state-of-the-art anything, right? But it's what I need. And if I can do this here, then I can record a podcast. So those are not the types of tools I'm talking about. I would be um, thinking more about podcast hosts. I'm trying to compare podcast hosts. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, should I go with these guys? These guys charge like this, but these guys give this benefit. These guys charge like this, but these guys give these benefits. These are the two best things that I'm thinking of. And uh, if you guys are wondering what I'm thinking of, that's not important. You guys are wondering what podcast hosts I was considering and why. That's not important. Or let me not say that it's not important. That's not the purpose of this episode right here. Right? So maybe I might talk about that another time. But that's not important. What um what I think is helpful is just doing something rather than thinking about it, pining about it, trying to figure out, trying to think of what to do and all of those things. What I think is helpful is deciding to just do it. You understand what I'm saying? So um, I decided to just pick one, of course, with some um, advice given to me by Master Casey himself. Again, big up Master Casey's podcast, right? Um... Another thing that would have stopped me would be imposter syndrome. No, I think that the things that I can offer to others are indeed valuable. I think that I am indeed good at what I do. Um, I think I'm fairly competent and I think I'm also a fairly competent teacher. You can know whatever you know if you can't communicate it to someone else. It's not going to be helpful to them, you know. Um, you won't be able to teach them. I have the ability to do what I do and I also have the ability to teach and I also have the ability to reverse engineer what I'm doing that I wasn't taught in a systematic way. So I can take what I'm doing and systematize it and put it back out there for people and I know that that would be helpful, right? Um, but I'm not some big expert 
that people would look at in that way and unless probably you know me or you you look at me that that way personally i'm not that big expert and then especially when it comes to things that i also care to talk about which would be um my faith um i believe that what we believe is very important and it has implications that even though we might not be thinking consistently all of the time the things that we believe we act consistently with them so i do believe that um what you believe is important so that's the sort of thing i would like to think i would like to talk about and uh, those are the things that i read about i study i pray about them i watch stuff about it or whatever and i think i I can speak about some things, not everything, but I think I can speak about some things. But at the same time, um, as far as those things are concerned, I feel amateurish as well when it comes to some of those things. And uh, when it comes to handling the word of God, I do not want to make anybody stumble or tell anybody nonsense. You understand? I'm very, very wary of saying something or doing something that leads someone down the wrong path in terms of what they believe i have put things out there in the public forum not on a podcast i've never been on a podcast or on a show either mine or others i've been on radio i've never been on a on something like this something that's decentralized right um but i've put up facebook posts in the past and I've deleted them because I don't like that particular Facebook post. If you understand what I'm saying, I don't, I, I, I look back at it and I think, I don't, um, I don't believe that anymore. And I think that um, that's not helpful to someone else. So let me take that off of Facebook. You understand? It's not about being ashamed of um, what you were, it's about trying to, be helpful to someone else you know so these things kind of give me a bit of an imposter syndrome with the sort of things that i i would want to talk about in a podcast right which specifically would be things surrounding um content creation and our christian faith for those of you that are evangelical christians right um but then I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking um, amateurs can be helpful too. I've helped people. So why can't I help people? If you understand what I'm saying. I've helped people. Why can't I help people? Um, amateurs can be helpful too. I've been helped by people that I would not consider to be amateur. Not consider to be, sorry, experts in what they helped me in. So um in what they helped me with sorry so um that makes me feel a bit more comfortable with saying that i would help others with it so amateurs can be helpful that's one thing another thing is that people actually listen to imposters like um this is um no news to anyone um, people listen to people that are not experts. For instance, um, not necessarily taking shots or whatever the case is. But um, one of the things that I am fairly proficient in is rapping, right? And uh, 
I would there there are rappers that have shows that put out content more than rap that's more like this where you can learn from them or you can hear what they have to say and that sort of thing so for instance you have um king crooked formerly known as crooked eye right he has um crook's corner and he interviews other rappers on his caliber in terms of skill and all of those things and they talk about these sorts of things that's an expert in that field right um Math Hoffer, the battle rapper, um, he has something called My Expert Opinion, where him and a bunch of his other battle rap associates, they talk about things surrounding that whole... Those guys are experts, right? Um, but when you get to um, Charlemagne the God, right? Blasphemous name. Um, but aside from that, he is not an expert in that field. You understand? I would prefer to listen to King Crooked's opinion on what what good rapping is, or whose rapping was better than whose than Charlemagne. I would prefer to listen to um, Math Hoffer and. Who else? These these are the guys on that sort of thing than Charlemagne. But Charlemagne has a big platform um, on, the bre- on the Breakfast Club, I think is the name of their show. And people listen to his opinions. You understand? To me, I consider him when he is talking about um, whose song is better than whose and all of those things, I consider him to be an imposter. You understand? Um, whereas I might not be an expert, he's an imposter. He can't do what I can do. He can't do what the guys I just mentioned can do, so I won't listen to his opinion on those things, right? But people do listen to that. People do listen to imposters. On the um, stuff about Christian faith and all of these things, um, there are guys who preach and they preach nonsense, they do shenanigans. Um, at one point in time, uh, someone like, for instance, um, I don't know, Benny Hinn was very, very respected and revered, and some people still do respect and revere him. But um, when you hear some of the things he has to say about God's word or speaking from God's word, at many different points in his career, so to speak. Um, it's like, um, like, what are you talking about? Like, but people listen, to, people still do listen to that, right? People listen to imposters. So why not a helpful amateur, right? So whereas I'm not sure if I'm an, I'm an expert on the things on which I would like to speak in my own show, why can't it be helpful to someone? Um, The reason why I'm going through these thoughts, if you're wondering, is just to help someone else who, like me, is starting something or has been delaying starting something. These are just some thoughts that hopefully will encourage you 
to start like I am just starting. So I want to encourage you to just start just like I am. Um, I would like to move on right now to some scriptures, right? Now, again, I don't like butchering the scriptures. These scriptures, I don't think that they directly relate to my to my plight, right? And so when you're doing application and this should probably be a helpful general rule from an amateur to you, right? And that helpful general rule is when you're dealing with the scriptures um, and you're trying to make application, application is made well when you're not doing it one-to-one. I've heard people say, um, so for instance, God promises someone something. God promises um, God promises Abraham a son. And then that person just starts speaking to you and says, yes, you will have a son in Jesus' name. The fact that they put Jesus' name on it doesn't make it any less nonsensical right? That's not how application is done. If you want to apply scripture, what you should be doing, ideally, what you should be doing is that you should be looking at the similarities between the context of scripture and your context and matching those and taking note of the differences between the context of the scripture and your context and budgeting for those you understand if you ain't doing that and you're just doing a one-on-one application it's not going to be helpful to you or to anyone right so um just um some scriptures to think about and i will do my best to follow those rules right so first i want to look at um matthew chapter 21 verses 28 through 32 and i'm going to read these are the words of god quote what do you think a man had two sons and he went to the first and said quote son go and work in the vineyard today and he answered quote i will not end quote but afterwards he changed his mind and went And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly, I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. End quote. Right. So um, this is um, Jesus. Jesus is giving a sort of parable sort of object lesson and he is saying that um a man had two sons he told both of them to go work in the vineyard one of them said he wouldn't have gone but he went one of them said that he would go but he didn't go 
right? Um, and the one that did the will of his father is the one that went. Even though he said he wouldn't have gone, is the one that went. And Jesus is saying now um, that the tax collectors and the prostitutes, these are people who they, by their lifestyle, they have declared that they are not going to um, go into the kingdom. Then, then they're not living right. You understand? The tax collectors, they um, are assumed, at least at that point in time, the Jewish tax collectors, they are assumed while collecting taxes for Rome. This is um, when the world is under the Roman Empire. They're assumed to be ripping off ripping off those that they are collecting taxes from, um, exacting more than they actually owe so that they can pocket that surplus, right? This is something that tax collectors are known to do, right? Um, doesn't mean that every single tax collector did it, but it's notoriously done by tax collectors to the point that it can be assumed that a tax collector would do that, you understand? And uh, so that's their sin, they are stealing, right? Prostitutes. Um, if you don't know what prostitutes do, um, maybe you need to have a little talk with mommy and daddy, right? So the tax collectors and the prostitutes, they go into the kingdom of God before you. He's talking to people who are listening to him. These guys that are talking to Jesus these guys are the chief priests and the elders, and they have a problem with Jesus. So these are supposedly, apparently, devout guys. You understand? Guys who are probably the allegory for them in Jesus' story is the son who says that he's going to go on the vineyard, but they're not doing it. Now Jesus has come. Now the king of the kingdom that was to come has come and they have a problem with him. But um, as well as they um, don't see themselves as sinful as John the Baptist, who Jesus also spoke about here in verse 22, they don't see themselves as that sinful, right? Um, John came and he told them to repent, but they didn't take him on. He told them, the Messiah was coming. They didn't take him on. You understand? So the tax collectors and the prostitutes who said no, they are going to get there before you, right? So um, this is this is this is what the scripture is about. But um, what I am using this for, I'm just looking at verse 31 where it says where jesus says which of the two did the will of his father they said the first now we are to ideally say we we will do the will of god and then do it next best thing might be not doing the will of god and then and then still doing it changing our minds repenting and then doing it you understand that's great um but um, I'm not using this to talk about the will of God. I'm just using it to talk about me not wanting to do, not wanting to do anything wrong, not wanting to, um, not wanting to mess things up, um, 
overthinking, 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 as I'm known to do. If you guys hear me speaking right now, um, I am overthinking every word that comes out of my mouth. This is the way that I speak, um, especially if I have to speak in certain contexts, right? Um, I'm overthinking every word that comes out of my mouth, and uh, that makes me say that I want to do something and then not end up doing it. Just like these guys. Again, not as important as following the will of God. Not as important as repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. Right? But um, this is just, it just reminds me of myself. All of my procrastination, all of my overthinking, this is what it results in. Me saying yeah, I want to do a show such and such and such. And I might talk about it as well. And then it never materializes, right? And uh, so I wanted to just start, right? The next um, scripture that I want to get to, and this is more of Jesus again. This is Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 30. And I'm going to read. These are the words of God. <clears throat> Now great crowds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, quote, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see him, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, quote, This man began to build and was not able to finish. End quote, end quote. Right? So this is Jesus again, and he is talking about the price, the cost of discipleship. Um to those of you who need to hear the gospel, it is that um, we are made in God's image and we are made to worship God. Everything is created by God, by one God, by our one God. He created everything. Everything has a harmony of interests and everything was created for his will, for his pleasure, for his glory. Um, the only thing that is wrong is that we disobey, that we sin, right? Um, and God, he is righteous. He is righteous. And righteousness does not just mean that he is good. It means that he must deal with evil, right? He must deal with evil and it has to be dealt with. He is he's not just good, he's holy, right? So he can't be around it and he can't allow it around him right um so that spells and as our creator as well that spells destruction for all sinners right but um his master plan was again mainly to give glory to himself his justice and his righteousness and his holiness as well as his mercy he is displaying both by yes punishing the sinner in his sin but also saving a people that he has chosen for himself, right? 
a people that would repent and turn to him, right? And he's doing this through Jesus Christ. Jesus came, Jesus is God, right? Jesus came as a man. He lived the perfect life that we could never live up to a standard that we could not keep and that others that he held to that same standard could not keep, right? And he died the death that we could not die, right? He suffered what we are all supposed to suffer so that all who would believe in him would have eternal life, eternal life, right? This is um what... This is the call of the gospel, which is to turn from our sin, repent, and to trust in Jesus Christ for our salvation. We don't trust, as in other faith systems, in our own ability to follow a set of rules. Even though we do have a set of rules, but our following of those rules um, is never going to be perfect and it's not going to help us. What actually helps us and what actually saves us is the finished work of Jesus Christ, his perfect life, his perfect death. And that he has been resurrected means that all that he has done for us has been accepted, right? One day he will come back and he will judge the living and dead, right? And the call is to repent and trust in him, right? That's just um impromptu preaching of the gospel. But... um. Here Jesus is saying that unlike other gospel proclamations that you might hear in some other places, not all, right? Um, this is something that is going to cost you. Turning from your sin costs you. You understand? And uh, sometimes turning from your sin and trusting in Jesus and loving him could look like hating your father, hating your mother heating you understand it could look like that you understand um and we have to be willing to be on that time we have to be willing to value jesus more than anyone else and more than anything else right um that is what this scripture is talking about especially in verses 25 through 27 right when it goes on to verses 28 through through 30 um what jesus says is that he's talking about um someone building a tire building a tower and that person does not budget before they build the tower so he starts off and because he hasn't budgeted he doesn't have enough and so he never finishes right so um what Jesus is saying here is that, yes, you repent and you come, but it's not a bed of roses and it's not necessarily going to be pretty. And you may lose some people along the way and you have to be okay with that. You have to know the cost of, of following Jesus. I'm not going to tell you and neither does Jesus tell you that, um, oh, it's going to be amazing. You just follow Jesus and everything is going to be fixed everyone is going to not necessarily right but um the thing is christ is worth it right again that's what this scripture is saying but i'm focusing for my application on the last three verses where 
Jesus is talking about a man who does not sit and count the cost of what he's doing. And uh, I'm not going to use this to get back into my overthinking because, again, this man has to actually build the tower, right? At some point in time, he has to start, right? Um, what I'm saying is that um, when I start, I have to start, I have to jump out there and do what I can, but I also have to know what I need, basic things that I need to do whatever I'm going to do, basic things that I need, budget for those things, do what I have to do and finish doing what I have to do. And, and something like um, content creation is something that you need to do consistently. And so that will be, um, that will be the hard thing for me to be consistent. You understand? And I have to budget, not just for what I need to do a podcast. Um, technically speaking, I'm fine. I'm great. I have a very, very good, um, computer and interface and mic, etc. to be able to record. I'm using my phone for the video. Um, and that's fine. That's not my problem. My problem is the consistency. You understand? Am I going to budget for that in myself? Do I know that this is what is going to take for this sort of endeavor to be successful? Right? So, um, yeah, those are just my thoughts on just starting. Thank you guys for listening, for being around. Right? Um, one more time, my name is Uri Bellame, and uh, I am a Christian, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I am a content creator, I'm a troublemaker, I'm a neo-Puritan kind of, and uh, I say praise Jesus all of the time, right? And uh, here, if you guys will continue to be listening to episodes that will come after this one, I will be talking about faith and I will be talking about content, right? Because those are my two things. So I'll be talking about faith. I'll be talking about content. If you are into that sort of thing, please stick around. And thank you once again for being a part of this pilot episode of the Udoi Bellamy Show. Praise Jesus. You made it through the whole episode, the show done Hope you get some positive in the nucleus You know, a proton Anyhow, you know this slogan Preach, 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 Jesus